Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Kudu Villa channel. I'm Scott Cooper, and I'm here with Tommy Lazaridis to discuss Chelsea versus Aston Villa from the FA Cup fourth round back on Friday night on Australia Day. Uh, so, yeah, so it's going to be a replay. Nil-nil was the final score, and after a weird period in the season where we've had a mid-season break, we've had FA Cup, we're coming into the real meat and potatoes now. we got Newcastle on Tuesday night in the Premier League, then Sheffield United on Saturday, and we'll be talking about all that, transfers and much more after this. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so we were at Stanford Bridge on Friday night. Um, yes, Chelsea were the opponents. And um, going into this game, Tommy, um, you know, I was a little bit nervous. I was thought maybe this could be a difficult night. And um, it was a difficult night for probably the first, I would say, hour of the game. Um, Chelsea had a lot of opportunities. We found ourselves, um, Villa, that is, getting sort of uh giving coughing the ball up a lot trying to uh build up from the back mm. and and um yeah Emmy had to come to our rescue like he has so many times before I was about to say that's right it's got two words Emmy Martinez yes. um and I mean look I'd probably say Chelsea were the better team for most of the game and and I probably think they're on the up let's be let's be real they've had a pretty good squad on paper it was a matter of if not when they gel and yeah um looks like they're starting to become a little bit more cohesive and I wouldn't be surprised if we see a bit of a push in the prem uh second of all I know we're joking pre-podcast that's not a Birmingham City fan waiting in the background <laughs> trying to murder me it's just my blue Katmandu jacket that I wear to work and no there's no crimson one that I could have bought maybe there is I don't know Katmandu Come well on, after the after the violence <laughs> at uh, West Brom Wolves and last Wolves, night, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not been a good week Crazy. for uh, the West Midlands. Uh, we've had no. a few, uh, we've had a, a you know a bit of a bad rap, but that's 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 West Brom and Wolves fans for you. But that's yeah, this that's um, football, mate. That is football. They got a little bit too excited, um, but you know that's not not what we want to see, especially uh, from from our noisy neighbours. But um, no. look. Uh, uh, the game itself for Villa, I thought our fans were great. We took 6,000 down there. Um, it felt like, um, you know, in that, in that second half, we were attacking the Holt end. Um, there was so many Villa fans there making great noise all night. And, um, you know, we had some chances. Um, Tillemans had a couple of absolute cracking chances in the first half, a header that he really sort of just fluffed and put into Should've the ground. Should have done better. Um then he had one as well where he put it over the bar where, you know, he tried to side foot, place it, and just, you know, got un underneath it a little bit. And then, yep. of course, there was the goal that was disallowed by Dougie. Um, replay suggests it was a clear handball, but um, kind of annoys me that, like, you know, if we were playing, say, um, Ipswich away, that goal would have counted because... You know, there's only VAR for the Premier League grounds, you know. So yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where, you know, we talked about it before, I think, but it's I think it needs to be consistent. It needs to be VAR for everyone or no VAR at all, yep. in my in my opinion. I completely agree with that, Scott. And I've said it for a while, right? Either apply it everywhere or don't. So um yeah. I mean look bit a bit of a digression. I actually thought the set pieces were pretty good, um, all game, mm -hmm. right? I think McPhee's earned his money all of a sudden and 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed our set pieces. I think, you know, we're very unpredictable now, set pieces, which is great. I think that's our little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, long live Austin McPhee or Nanny McPhee, <laughs> as Troy used to call him, God rest his soul. So, yeah. Um, yeah anyway, like, I thought, look, I still thought we, we fought a good fight. Chelsea have got a war chest of money. I mean, yeah, we're on the up, but you know, they're just shelling out cash and they, they've always been a great side. Um, you know, well, yeah. it wasn't going to be easy the bridge either i think i called the nil nil draw i did say it's going to go to pens but then i realized it's not pens so i think you and i called the draw i don't know if it was we did nil call nil a draw. yeah yeah um, so there you go yeah and uh, i think at, at villa park it's going to be a, a far different game and we can certainly um you know up the ante and play play better than we did right. um, um you know i think that on a positive note um look third game in a row with a clean sheet um yeah. middlesbrough everton and now um Chelsea so that's a positive I thought um you know uh I thought we came back into the game the second half and like we were probably the better team in that last half an hour and um you know we've done that before this season I think Tottenham probably springs to mind away as the the game where we we got battered for the first half an hour Mm. and then changed it around made it you know Emery tweaked a few things and played much better in the second half. And I think we did today as well uh, or on Friday night. And um, look, there was a few things I noticed in the first half that were a bit different in that um, the high line wasn't quite as high. Um, I thought, I thought we sort of dropped off a bit and um, maybe they were worried about the pace of um, uh, Medweke and uh, Sterling and Cole Palmer um and you know they were causing long lay especially some issues he didn't have his best game after playing quite well Mm, yeah so uh what did you think of that do you think that's something we might see against maybe the better teams like not not quite as high line as you know in previous games I think Emery now knows when to and when not to apply it. I think applying it all the time, you do roll the dice and maybe we reduce the percentage of the times that it is exposed. So um, I think now we're very selective when to play it and maybe against which team. So um, I still think like we played it pretty well, but yeah, I definitely noticed it wasn't as high as usual. And to be honest, you need that, right? Like I know we can trust Emmy, but you know, if someone gets through, then there's what, 10 metres freedom. I'd rather them have five metres and maybe Emmy will react quick and narrow that to one or two. And yeah, I, know. I, th- I thought it worked well, though. I'm not going to lie. I, I really think that, that it did. Um, mm. I really and- think we're missing Torres, to be honest. Like, you know, he's just yeah. such a big loss. You know, Huge that's loss. just a big gap all of a sudden, just those balls forward. I mean, long like can ping him forward, don't get me wrong. Mm. But Torres is just a different beast. And I even think his defence has actually improved quite a lot as well. He's always been a good tackler and interceptor, but... Now, I know we questioned his heading start of the season. He's got all these goals off set pieces from heading and yeah. become a bit of a bulldog. So I'm a, I'm a bit I'm a bit bummed out about that. Yeah, um, and his, you know, uh, his injury seems to be sort of lingering on as well. With I think it's Ramsey. elongated. Yeah, it's a lot worse than than they said by the sounds of it because mm. we were told what week or two, and it's been a yeah. lot longer than that to be honest. Or he's re-aggravated, as you said. I know. Yeah, and we've had um, all, like all these weeks off in the mid uh, mid season break and all that. So. Yeah, it's, it, it seems to be uh, going on a bit longer than expected, but he's certainly a big loss. And and with Longley, I think um, the one thing that really, you know, gives me the jit is is not so much his long balls and that sort of thing, but when when we're trying to pass the ball out in those tight areas at the back, he he seems to it seems to be sort of um, not his game at all. Uh, yeah, he, he's the weak link. Mm, yeah, he's um, exactly he's the weak link. You know, like 
Moreno, Emmy, Emmy at the back. Um, Conso, they seem quite comfortable with this. I think Cash as well was a little bit of a weak thing for him. Like, um, but I thought he he had a pretty good game actually. Um, yeah, on Friday. Um, but you know, uh, I thought in the midfield we were great. Um, I thought McGinn, um, yeah, Kamara, Louise, all ha- all had solid games. Um, Diaby was the other one that a lot of people on social media were calling out and saying that maybe we got a little bit carried away early in the season with him. Uh, what are your thoughts on how he's been going? I think he probably hasn't lived up to it. I mean, I know Bailey's hit a, a patch of form, right? But I wouldn't say patch of form. He's been the better out of the two the entire season. Yeah. Um, but Diaby hit the ground running, and I'm just surprised why he's dropped off. Are we not playing to his strengths? Do we need to mix mm. it up a bit? I tend to think he actually plays a bit better when he's behind the forward as opposed to out wide. So maybe that's a change Emery can make. I'm not saying you and I listen in, but hey. Um, but yeah, I definitely think we need to be playing to his strengths. We know we shelled out money on him. He was meant to be the, the big name signing, and I don't think we're playing to his strengths. So I, I will let him off, to be honest. Yeah, I think that would be interesting to see him a little bit closer to Watkins because you know it does say a four four two on the um on the team sheet but it it does turn into a four three three pretty quickly um Correct. most of the time especially when we're in possession and diaby does drift out to that right hand side and try and you know get the fullback one on one and and you know um yeah he's a bit of a one trick pony in in the you know he likes to come in on his left foot but we've seen a lot of players like that over the years especially in the last sort of 10 years with the inverted fullbacks. And um, yeah, I think that, um, you know, some are better at it than others, but yeah, he certainly needs to like pick it up and hopefully have a strong end to the season because um, yeah, we, we need him. And um, you know, he was our big signing um, at the start of the season and um, yeah, we need him to perform. Well, he might have a bit of pressure if we actually pull off the uh, the Morgan Rogers uh, transfer from from Borough. I think that'll be really interesting. He's a young hot prospect, and he's very consistent from what I see. And it's just based on YouTube commentary yeah. from Borough fans. But uh, you know, I think he's coming from a good system. What Carroll's yeah. got them playing, and and obviously yeah. transitioning into into Villa, I think he'd be up for the challenge. It kind of does make me question why we sold the likes of Archer, but. I don't think Archer's been setting Sheffield United alight. So I'm not saying 20 million was good business, but you know, I know there was a buyback, but I don't think we'd be reinvoking it. Um, I, I'd no, love to still not. see what happens with Philogene Bidets. Would have loved to just have him come off the bench. Like, mm. surely coming off the bench in the Prem and starting in the in the Cup games is more important than playing, you know, playing full minutes championship level. I don't see Hull going straight up either. No, no. But, I mean, you know, I guess he's he's thinking if he plays more and more games, he's going to improve. He's going to get more experience he's gonna and exposure maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah exposure to other teams other true, premier league true, teams so true i mean i i can understand it but to, to a point it is sad this trend of a lot of clubs selling their homegrown prospects especially with ffp and all that sort of thing so that's yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen you know philogene um kessler hayden maybe given it given a game um and especially, uh, you know, Archer as well. But um, look, this is the way of the world these days. And, you know, we've got Duran. Um, he looks like he's staying. So that's good to see. And I, I really think um, that he could be a top prospect. 
I was going to say, speaking of uh, selling homegrown prospects, you announced something that you stumbled across recently, and I wasn't even aware of this potential transfer lingering. Well, yeah, there's some rumours about Jacob Ramsey uh, leaving yeah. um, by Munich, um, uh, Tottenham, and uh, there was another club, uh, another English club. Maybe Juventus or someone, maybe? No, I think, it, I don't I can't remember. Maybe it was, uh, maybe it was Chelsea, but, but, um, but yeah, there seems to be some interest from, uh, no, actually it was Newcastle, I think, um, was the other team. So wow. yeah, um, yeah, there was, um, talk of a 50 million bid, um, and, um, from who? From, from Newcastle. And, um, right. yeah, I mean, I, and that would be an odd one. Um, again, I mean, I think the only reason you would sell him is, for the FFP, FFP, yeah, yeah, but money's got like uh, again, if they start at fifty, surely mm. he's worth a lot more than that. If a club's willing to shell out fifty off the cuff, yeah, I mean, I think uh, he's probably worth you know sixty, maybe sixty-five, sixty to seventy. Mm, yeah. yeah, but know, um, like it's not a bad bid, Scott. And it's like, is he going to start in this system? The answer is probably not. And is he going to get frustrated? He probably wants to play for England and. It's going to want minutes at some point. Like you see Sanson, right? People crack the shit if they're not getting minutes and they're healthy. And, you know, being part of the... No, I don't think everyone has uh, Bailey and even Buendia's mindset, right? Just be a part of the team and be mm. grateful. I don't think everyone shares those same, um, you know, viewpoints. Yeah, I mean, it would it would be sad. But again, I, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, what is his ceiling? Can he be one of our top players? I think... At the end of last season, I would have said yes, like because I thought he finished the season really well last year, and um, you know, he hasn't had a great season this season. Um, but I think that, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to get rid of him. I think I think he he has a lot of growth still, and I think, you know, you've got to see him, um, flower into the player, you know, twenty three, twenty four you know, your year old player that we can see him at close to his best. And because I think this is the way that a team like Villa can really push, you know, the likes of Liverpool, Man, you know, Man City or whatever is bringing in the youth, bring and making them develop into great players and taking us to the next level. So yeah, um, I, I hope we, we don't sell him. Um, but you know, if we do, Chelsea then... seem to love splurging out for youth. I mean, I think Cole Palmer was a stealer. What was it, 20 million? Uh, 45, I think it was. But... It was a 45. Wow. Yeah, but Didn't still, like, he's turned into like probably their best signing. Uh, and they've, you know, they've signed, you yeah, know, over Mudrick a billion pounds still. of That's yeah, right. players. So half the, half the price of Mudrick and twice the talent. Go figure. Exactly. Exactly. There was also uh, the fifth round draw and, um, if we were to beat Chelsea in that um, we got Leeds. replay, Leeds or or Plymouth, they they've got a replay themselves. So yeah, I mean Leeds United at Villa Park would be um, a nice a nice game and bring back the old cha- championship sort of uh, feels. And um, you know they 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 love to hate us for some reason. I think uh, I think because of the Bamford moment. Yeah, the Bamford moment and Grealish and some of his you know I don't think they liked. Um, you know some of some of his antics or whatever, right? Falling over and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'd uh, I'd enjoy that, and it'd be a great chance to get into the quarterfinals if we were to, mm, to beat Chelsea. True. So, yeah, um, bring it on. Um, you know, I think the 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 further we go in in all the competitions, I think it's just better for us as a whole as a club because you know we need these experiences. We need to be, 
you know, pushing for titles. And um, yeah, the longer we're in it, the you know, the longer the the treble dreams alive, Tommy. <laughs> Do you think? Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's not over till it's over, as they that's, say, right? That's it. You got to be in it to win it. Uh... I, I think it's. I think to be honest, I think look, we've obviously had some shit losses more in in the league than anything else, and. Let's probably mm. just reset where we are all of a sudden. Just be grateful that we're even in the top four, let alone near it. I think we forget how far we've come. And I'm not saying fans are fickle, but a lot of people can get carried away, right? I mean, we had a, we had a lot of people in the Villa Australia group posting, "Oh, my multi, I've got you know ten thousand now if it wins." And yeah, so, mate, you offered eight to one at one point. You didn't cash in, and then we went on this bit of a shit streak. I think there was a pre-Man City win, right? Or like eighty well, to one, and now it was the, back the Man to... United loss. And then the draw. Well, no, to... it was pre-Man City. We're paying crazy odds. Oh, yeah. us to beat City and, and what's it called? Back-to-back, yep. right? City and Arsenal. And then, you know, we're in the mix all of a sudden. And I think that's what separates, you know, us from the, the Liverpools and the Man Cities. They know when to get it done. And to be honest, crunch time probably hasn't even started yet. I think it's in the next two, three months. Um, I still think Liverpool now with Klopp, you know, announcing his, his departure from the club end of the season, I think it'll kind of be a bit of a fairy tale ending for him this year. Quite, quite possibly, I think. I think we'll make think, top four. I think we'll make top four. I do think yeah. top four is within reach. Well, that's it. And and let's talk about the top four because we got Newcastle on Tuesday night. And this yeah. is a real top four uh, six-pointer. We really, six-pointer. you know, um, I, I'd say Tottenham, Man United, um, Newcastle, and maybe Chelsea, if they can get their act together, are the, the biggest contenders for our spot in the top four. And... Um, yeah, we really need to um, win this match. Right? They we owe them one after the first game of the season, of course, when they beat us five one. And um, yeah, look, um, they they've been they haven't travelled that well recently. They've had a, a lot of injuries, and um, yeah, they've had a few issues. But um, look, I think at Villa Park we should be beating them. And my prediction is, uh, I'm going to say one nil Villa. I think it'll be tight, but. I think yeah, we can yeah. keep those clean sheets going and um, I think we can win. What about you? How do you think we'll go against Newcastle on Tuesday night? I think, I think it might be two or three nil. I think it'll just be one of those games where we just come out of the gates buzzing. It's happened before. Um, you know, we're on this, like, we've been a bit wavy lately, right? Like a couple of shit losses, a couple of wins, a couple of draws. Yeah. And then it just comes out. It's almost like that that years ago, right? Remember we pounded Sunderland at home, like six nil, six one, whatever it was. And, I think it'll be two and three nil. I think we'll win comfortably. Um, I won't say it's going to be a dominant performance, but I think we'll just be more clinical. So, so which one? And... Because we got to put your your prediction in. Your official... I'm, I'm going. I'm going to go three nil. Three nil. I'm going to well, say since I, I'm saying we're going to be clinical. Three is more clinical than two. Well, Noah said two nil in his message to me, so I've got one nil. He's got two, two nil. You got three nil. So we're all um, confident that that defense can hold up again. I think Diego Carlos. I'd like to see him come back in for yeah, for long way. Um and you know keep Matty Cash right back, uh, keep Concer in the middle, and um, you know bring Bailey back probably for uh, Tillemans yeah, or Diaby. Probably probably I, Diaby. I'd like Tillemans to start. I think he mm. you know he finds those nice little pockets and he's he's an unselfish player. So I'd rather someone like him. I actually yeah. think Diaby, by the looks of it, seems to be a little bit more selfish than he was at the start of the season. It's more team orientated and more focused mm-hmm. on assists, where now I think he gets pretty frustrated if the ball's not played to him so he can score. Don't know he, where that He does seem from. to uh, be a lot better at home, um, Diaby. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, maybe that'll that'll sort of tip in his favour when uh, the, the starting lineups come out, come out on Tuesday night. Maybe Emery will go his way. But I think Bailey will definitely come back in. And um, 
it's just a matter of case for who. And um, yeah, yes. I, I agree with you. I'd, I'd probably like to see Tillemans given another start. I thought, you know, he's he was a bit rusty against Chelsea. Like he's just coming back from injury, missed those chances and, you know, it was a little bit sort of off the pace at times. But, you know, I think he'll grow into it and he'll get back to sort of the form he was about a month ago when he was he was really on fire for us. Um, so looking forward to seeing that. But, um, yeah, I think that's enough for today. We've got another game coming up on Tuesday night, so we'll have another podcast later in the week. Um, let us know what changes you guys would make for Newcastle. Let us know, um, you know, what do you think about the Jacob Ramsey bid? Would you like to see him go or would you like to see him stay? How much do you think he's worth? You know, let us know in the comments and um, any other transfer speculation or um, team news you want to talk about, let us know because that really helps us out. Make sure you like and subscribe as well. Check us out our, over on Spotify as well. We'll be, we all our episodes are over there. So, you know, if, you, if you're listening in the car or whatever, just chuck us on. And, you know, we've had a couple of people, um, give us some uh, ratings over there as well. So they're always appreciated. But until Newcastle, up the villa, and we will see you later in the week. Up the villa.